You're listening to the Yoga Magic Podcast with host Ashley Sondergaard. Do you remember that first time you took a yoga class? Lying in Shavasana thinking, what is this magic? For me, yoga opened the door to a life full of self-discovery and self-care. This show shines a light on what is possible when you invest in your well-being. And not only for you, but for everyone around you. I interview women in the space of healing, spirituality, beauty, wellness, and of course, yoga. This community of listeners is excited to expand their minds, open new doors, be honest, and sometimes take a big old handstand fall on the way. My hope is that this show gives you a library of accessible new practices that fill up your soul and open your mind. Not all will be perfect for you, but that's the best part. Trying it on and finding your personal favorites. This is Yoga Magic. Thanks for listening. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Yoga Magic. I'm your host, Ashley Sondergaard. I'm so glad you're here. If you are new to the show, on Tuesdays, we chat a lot about the journey and the process of self-care and self-study, really as it's happening live time with community members, with healers, with friends of mine. And then on Thursdays, we tap into specific self-care and self-study practices that you can use to try on in your own journey. (laughs) Today's actually kind of a combo of both. Um, I've been wanting to do an episode on really leading into self-care and self-study work and just why, one, why that's really hard. And then two, but when we do it, what happens? You know, what gifts come back to us? So more to come on that. But today's guest, Sarah Leverett, is she's really doing the work and she's really seeing those gifts come in, right? What do I mean by doing the work? You know, she's combining her gifts, her struggles, her self-study, her motivation to unearth, you know, what the next steps are for her. And we both laugh in this episode about, you know, kind of building the ship while sailing it at the same time. I think that's how she, (laughs) she used the expression, but basically that we're figuring it out as we go. And there's just so much truth to that right now. We're all kind of figuring things out as we go because, Times are weird, and we've never seen a lot of this stuff before. So Sarah, she is the creatrix of intuitive empowerment. She's an oracle reader. She's an intuitive coach. And she just recently became a certified hypnotherapist. And actually, we met at an event with our mutual friend, Gina Seval, about a year ago. Gina and I were teaching a yoga and hypnosis class, which we're actually going to do again coming up at the end of March. And Sarah was there. And I was, I remember being really struck by how committed and open Sarah was to the process. And now fast forward a year, she's doing this for other people. She's teaching them how to use these gifts. And um, she's really diving into her hypnotherapy journey to heal others. And that's so inspiring to see. So she really, she's really good at listening to her ish, intuition, and she talks about that today. She teaches other people how to do that. You know, she flexes her intuitive muscles, and then she shows others. So on today's episode, we talk about how intuition shows up for Sarah, because, you know, it's, it's so different for all of us. We talk about her spiritual journey. We talk about how she uses tools like oracle decks and hypnosis. We talk a little bit about the process of hypnosis if you're new to this modality, and then she ends the episode with a live oracle reading for us all. It's super fun. So friends, thanks for tuning in each week to this show. It's been amazing to just see new listeners making their way to 
my little corner of the podcasting world. (laughs) So thanks for continuing to share these episodes with your friends because it's really helping. It's really growing. Okay, two quick things before we get to our conversation. A shout out to our amazing sponsor, Focused by Freddie. This is my go-to supplement for staying super sharp and focused throughout the day. It's totally natural. And one of the co-founders, Chelsea, has been on the show. I love those guys. Secondly, if you are loving these self-care ideas, the astrology fusions, maybe um, just getting your, your brain kind of percolating about what you might want to try on, I have something called the Cosmic Self-Care RX Guides, and these are totally individualized self-care plans that I build for you based on your birth chart. So we look at practices, I give you some meditations, lots of ideas to get your self-care rituals really grooving, and then from there, you can kind of see what do you like, what do you want to release, More info on that in the show notes. They're just $35. Again, they're totally personalized for you. Okay, everyone, thanks for being here. Let's get to our chat with Sarah Leverett of Intuitive Empowerment. Well, I'm so glad that I get to chat with you today, Sarah, across the country, talking spirituality. I, we, was it Instagram that brought us together? Was it Gina or like, how did we, how did we meet? Yeah. So I was following Gina on, uh, on her podcast and was kind of just on the lookout for workshops and classes and things that she was offering. And I think one of the very first things that came to my attention was, um, it was like hypnosis and yoga. Uh, and you were doing like a yin yoga and we, we did a, a group hypnosis. I think it was like to release fear or something like that. But, um, yeah. And then after that, you know, I think I've done some, some yoga classes with you, um, separate from that and, and then definitely Instagram. So. Yeah. yeah <laughs> connects us all. It's yeah. funny. Was that, if I remember right, was that your first hypnosis session that you had done that like first workshop that was like a year ago, right? Yeah, it probably has been about a year ago now. Um, so I had done some of Gina's like at home recordings, uh, but that was the first time mm. that it was like live and there was someone facilitating, um, even if it was virtual, but yeah. Um, so definitely, um, I'm trying to think definitely like one of the very first experiences that I had. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And now you're, now you're doing, now you're facilitating these. I'm like, it gives me goosebumps to see and like. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Will you tell listeners about really just like listening to that calling to do this work to, um, is that a kitty? Oh, yeah, that's my little girl. (laughs) She just popped her head over. I saw that earlier and I was like, oh my gosh, (laughs) cute. Um, but just to, you know, hear this calling to invest more in yourself, but then ultimately know that you have this gift that you can do it for others too. Yeah. So when I think back on my journey, you know, there's been a lot of aha moments for me, but I would consider like two of my, I guess, awakening moments. Um, One being like a really traumatic grief that I, that I um, went through. And then another being the very first time that I did a past life regression session. Um, And it was very cool to have seen a past life and it was um, very healing. And I was able to, to really you know, look within in a way that I had, um, had not been able to do quite as in depth, but I would say what really caused that major shift for me was, um, realizing what my intuition felt like inside of my body, inside of my, my mind, and just really like being able to not see it as this like vague, 
Mm. Oh yeah. I think I might kind of have that gift to like, now it's like, I feel it, I know it and I can own it. And so I left that session um, with a very distinct understanding um, of what intuition felt like for me. Um, And yeah, it just changed my world. And I realized like, wow, like I really have to know more about this. And then that set me on this other journey of, you know, learning all about um, how intuitive gifts are innate for us all, but that it really can be a practice and it really can be a discipline and it can be Mm -hmm. something that you commit to and you try to learn more about um, and develop. And so, yeah, uh, it set me into that journey. And then from there, I was like, okay, I want other people to also um, you know, have this experience. And so, um, found a place to become trained. And then my intuition, um, kind of led me to building intuitive empowerment, which is, you know, my small business now. And it all just, it ended up falling in place, which I think, you know, signs and synchronicities and and the way the universe works, that's kind of how it ends up happening sometimes. But, um, it's been a wild journey, but it, it a lot has happened in a year for sure. Oh my gosh. What does your intuition feel like? You said you feel it. What is, cause I think it's hard for people to know what there's, how that information gets to them. What does it feel like for you? Yeah, for me, I had to get really, um, intentional about the difference between an intuitive hit and an impulse, um, because my mm. intuition is lightning quick. Um, so in human design, I'm a, uh, a projector and I'm a splenic projector. Okay. Um, and so with my spleen, it's all about intuition and the way that it comes to me is in, it's immediate. It's like when I'm faced with a decision, I immediately know what's right for me. Um, however, then of course, self-doubt, anxiety, right. worry, all those things flood in. And so I had to get very clear on like, is this an intuitive hit or is this an impulse? And the way that I can kind of parse through it now is intuitive hit for me is going to feel peaceful. It's going to feel like, yep, I know this and I'm going to feel confident about it. When an impulse hits me just as quick, it's, it's more fear-based, it's more worry. And so I just, I usually have to, um, you know, take a deep breath and, and like get into my body and, you know, notice like, am I, is my heart beat a little bit faster? And if so, is that coming from excitement and from joy that I'm listening to myself? Or is that coming from a place of, of fear? And am I jumping to a decision to try to protect myself? Um, and so, yeah, I, I try to pay attention to that immediately, immediate feeling Um, and I keep saying feeling, but sometimes it's a knowing, um, Mm. yeah, for me, sometimes it's a knowing as well. Um, and I think that that's very personal to each person and that it really is something that you have to sit with and, um, and meditate on and, um, and kind of figure out on your own journey, you know, what intuition feels like for you. Right. Right. That's such a good way to describe it. An impulse versus, an intuition hit. And I, and for me, I think this is the, the best way that I can sort of sum up what you're saying, at least how it hit me. Cause again, you said it just, it hits everyone so different. I used to wake up in the middle of the night and I would get this like <gasps> impulse. It was really an emotion hit that something was wrong, that something was wrong with my kids and I needed to go check on them. Right. Like, Oh my gosh, they have a fever. I have to go check on them. And they never did. And what I realized is I always thought, oh my gosh, it's my intuition. It's my mama bear intuition telling me something's wrong. No, it was, it was a fear. I mean, you, I could feel myself literally being afraid. And so I can differentiate them by, like you said, that like sort of peaceful, for me, it's more neutral, like a neutral yeah. inf- piece of information that comes in. 
is intuition. Whereas an impulse or for me, it's like an emotion or fear is way more like emotionally heightened. Yeah, absolutely. For yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. So what did you do to practice listening to your intuition? Cause you, I know that you, you work with Oracle cards. I've gotten a reading. It was so great. It was so spot on. I could just like, you, you knew me, but not well enough to like give the answers that you did. You clearly listened to your intuition. What does it look like to build that? Yeah, I, um, when I think about the past year and, and me really trying to, um, to hone in and, and become, have this become a discipline and a practice for me, I think about a book um, by a psychic medium named uh, Rebecca Rosen. Mm. Um, she has a book called Spirited. Um, and it's all about um, like, okay, you know, you have an intuitive gift, you've claimed the gift now, like, let's put that into practice. And so it's, uh, it walks you through, uh, you know, practices for each one of the, the four main clairs. Um, and it has you, um, you know, get very still, there's a lot of meditation involved. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and then basing your meditations off of imagery. If you're trying to develop your, your clairvoyance, um, off listening, if you're developing that clear audience and so on and so forth. And so I really poured myself into that book. Um, and I really, um, paused to really do the, the workshop, um, the, um, like the discussion questions, the journaling questions, mm. the meditation. Um, so it really has been, um, an ongoing practice for me. Um, and at the beginning, I found myself putting um, putting myself in a box a little bit with this because it was like, okay, I think I resonate with Claire uh, sentience and Claire cognizance, and that's just how it is. And then the more I developed, uh, the more my spirit guides were coming through saying, uh, no, like don't limit yourself like that. Mm. You know, we all can tap into all of the Claires, and so I really got the spirit guidance to to push myself there and to really also hone in on the on the, the types of, um, messages that didn't immediately feel natural for me. Um, and so, yeah, that was a big part of it. And then, like you said, Oracle reading, absolutely. Um, I guess about, uh, four years ago now, I got my first, um, deck of cards with my friend Kayla and, um, we got, I don't know if you've ever seen them before, but it's the affirmators decks. No, I haven't seen this one. Um, so I don't think it's technically an Oracle deck or a, a tarot deck. It's more just, um, cards that have daily affirmations on them. Um, okay. and, you know, just a positive thought and they're very quirky, very funny. Um, and so I just started by like pulling a card to, uh, each day, reading it, and then just trying to listen throughout the day for more messages relating to that affirmation. And, and what I started realizing was that, um, the universe was sending me signs and synchronicities to, to verify that card throughout the day. Hmm. Um, so that's, that was my initial, um, experience with cards. And then, um, I got even more interested in, in Oracle, um, started reading for myself, um, you know, pulling a card a day and then eventually three cards a day, um, and kept working on it. Um, and trusting myself was a big thing. At first I really wanted to rely on that book. You know, I really wanted to, you know, um, think about, well, what do other people think about this? And that's a great way to start because you are learning and you are building confidence. But at a certain point, you have to just let that book go, um, at least from my experience. Um, And once I finally did that, something really shifted in me. Um, And I took the wisdom that I learned from the book and I took the wisdom from other teachers. But something shifted when I finally realized, okay, I don't need that book. Um, 
And so, yeah, I still, um, I still feel like I'm looking at the card and interpreting, um, and then relaying the message. And then other times now that I'm even, um, further along on my journey, sometimes I can just close my eyes and it feels direct like a channel. It doesn't even feel like the interpretation part is there anymore. Mm -hmm. And that has been, that's been wild. Um, and that's similar, (laughs) that's similar to hypnosis for me. Um, it's like, I close my eyes and immediately my eyes kind of go into rim. Um, and it just feels like a direct channel. Um, and so a lot of this stuff I can't explain, Ashley, but uh, I try. I'm doing my best. No, to- you are. I mean, I'm like, I'm like shaking my head like, yes. Well, and you talk about the, I want us to get into hypnosis a little because I've done it a lot. You facilitate it. You've done it yourself as well. And, and we understand this, but I think it is something that people are like, what the fuck? They like, don't know what it is. <laughs> it's kind of scary. And I have the same, you're talking about the like um, eye movement. That, yeah, that yeah. was this, I had that same thing happen, I think in my most vivid session with Gina yeah. and I, I met, that was the first time I really met my spirit guide. And that's like the first time in my whole life where I've never, I've never felt more love and just like this huge wave of emotion. And I remember thinking like, I don't even know that this could, how is this real? Like, how can it be real? But I knew that it was. And so I, this stuff is so Cool. Can you talk a little bit more about how hypnosis has, has just sort of shaped you as, as an adult, as an intuitive and what it looks like to go into hypnosis? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, for me, my very first session with Gina is, is like you're describing. It was like at one point, everything fell away. And it was like, all I could feel was just unconditional, pure love from my spirit guides. You know, it was like the best hug you've ever had (laughs) times a million times. There's like light all around you. Um, and so it's very real. It's very, very real. Um, I want to start by saying that, um, my experience, um, it's not always like that. I also want to say that because I feel like, um, expectations can, can sometimes, uh, come in the way of a session whenever, um, you know, you hear people talk about those breakthrough moments and, and then you go into a session and maybe that doesn't happen for you every single time. Um, I think that it's always healing. Absolutely. And it's always, um, to me, you know, relaxing. Um, and it's always, uh, you come out the other side of it with a new perspective for sure. Um, it's not always this intense spiritual awakening moment. Um, but for me, the very first one was like that. Um, Mm. and you know, I have done talk therapy and, and worked with counselors, um, uh, for years now, and I have had plenty of aha moments and plenty of growth. Um, and I do not, think that these two things necessarily need to be compared. Um, But I do want to say that the amount of healing and perspective shift that happened to me was like all those years of, of therapy in one, in one session. (laughs) Um, And so I don't think that that means that like one should be given up for the other. But for me, it really did help me dig into the things that I wasn't acknowledging into the things that were below the surface or the, the narratives that I had told myself for a very long time. But then, um, when I came out the other side of my first past life regression, I realized, okay, maybe that narrative isn't like big T truth, you know, like I've made it true for me for a very long time, but 
Um, so how does the session look? Um, at the beginning, it's, it's really a lot like meditation. It's, it's, you know, you, you just relax and you settle in and the facilitator, you know, takes you through, you know, a very relaxing, safe place for you. Um, and usually uh, the facilitator um, builds that script with you um, on some level, uh, or at least I do, um, and just um, get you in a state of, of altered state of consciousness. Um, and you do this in a lot of different ways. Um, you know, altered state of consciousness can be achieved by, you know, taking a, a long walk or honestly by watching, you know, Netflix, it can, mm -hmm. you can get into an altered state of consciousness in a lot of different ways. Um, but hypnosis takes that altered state of consciousness and then gets a bit more intentional with it. Um, and then, uh, by setting the intention, uh, with the facilitator, um, you're then able to, um, to use that altered state of consciousness to go just even a little bit deeper and to tap into um, the unconscious mind, which is where your, your, um, your fight or flight responses um, and all of your immediate reactions to stress live. And you're able to start kind of reworking that uh, rework that. Um, and on the other side, as the client, it really is just about being open to the experience and just relaxing. There's not much more that you have to do other than just be open um, and relax. Um, and a lot of people think that, you know, if their mind, if their conscious mind is still there, if it's still running, that the hypnosis session won't necessarily work. But that's um, that's not true. Um, your conscious mind doesn't go anywhere. It's still there. Um, it's just the. Um, it's just that you ask the conscious mind to just step aside long enough for the session to go on so that you can really get in there and, um, and let your imagination uh, take place as well. And so I think we've been taught for a long time that imagination um, is, you know, a childlike thing. It's playful. It's not, it can't be, you know, it can't live in reality. Um, and I think that, you know, imagination serves more purpose than just than just play, that imagination is actually the way that we tap into the spirit world. And so, um, yeah, it's funny because the conscious mind, I think, is the piece that makes it almost feel surreal, right? That you're like, My, I'm still fully present here. Yep. I know I know what I'm wearing. I know where I am. I know that I'm awake. I know all these things. And I'm still seeing this amazing, you know, view, or at least how that's how it's shown up for us. The first one though, the first session I did, I didn't really see a lot. I, I think I just saw like, I was like an old man sitting on a bench. I think that was it. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. And I knew though, that I was still like, this is pretty cool. Like I'm down. Um, so, okay. So now that you are, you're facilitating this and you're seeing people, are you seeing them via zoom? Are you doing it in person? Like how has your business really taken off since you've done, started doing this? Yeah. So to, to be honest, I am flying the ship and building the ship at the same time. <laughs> same actually. <laughs> so when I started intuitive empowerment, I was like, okay, I have this intuitive gift. I love doing Oracle readings. I am going to use Oracle readings and my intuition to like, um, to get my resources and my funds together to get myself through hypnosis training. And so I use that and, you know, I, um, I have been doing hypnosis sessions, um, but it's only been, gosh, a handful of months since I wrapped up. But yeah, I do uh, do sessions via Zoom. Um, I will say I have limited experience with that, but the experience that I do have um, has um, 
has worked out great and people still get a lot out of the session. Um, so yeah, I've, I've been doing both, but uh, definitely um, my business right now is mostly still Oracle readings. Yeah. I, the zoom thing has actually surprised me. I've, I mean, man, we can do so many things on zoom. Like we can, yeah. we can do podcasts on zoom. You can give me an Oracle reading on zoom. You can do these sessions and, and the hypnosis sessions that I've done via zoom have been great. And if I, I actually like even better because I'm at home and I'm super comfortable and I love that. So, okay. Then if someone wants to get an Oracle reading with you, um, do they pay? I, I think I picked from a couple decks that you would give them the option of, and then just kind of tell listeners about what that, what that looks like. Yeah. Um, I have three different decks that I work with. And as of right now, I'm still, um, yeah, I still ask the client, which of the three decks they would like to, to use. Um, I'm offering 45 minute sessions right now. Um, also on Zoom or in person if you're local to New Orleans. The session starts off by just a you know casual conversation, uh, picking the deck and kind of the client telling me what it is that they want to focus on that day. Um, sometimes it's just one big topic that they want to dig into. Uh, sometimes it's it's multiple uh, questions they want to to ask. Um, uh, sometimes it's just multiple topics, not necessarily uh, specific questions. And then we pick the deck um, and I always uh, start a session by, you know, taking a few deep breaths with with the person I'm working with. Um, and I ask my spirit guides and my spirit team to step in and and protect us and, and offer guidance. And then I also call in the spirit team of, of the person I'm reading for and just ask that they collaborate um, throughout the session. Um, and yeah, usually I start with three cards um, and we just go from there. And, you know, and I, um, I love to be a channel for people and I love to use my intuitive gift, but I also really, really love for the client to be open to sharing their intuitive hits and what's coming up for them. Because sometimes, you know, the combination of the two and the conversation is what really brings along the healing. Um, you know, I like to to remind myself often and the client that the cards are a wonderful tool. They're beautiful. They're so much fun to work with. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, intuition is the real gift and that they don't need me. You know, I right. love, I love working with my clients, but the biggest thing for me is that they realize that they have the power, they hold the power and that, you know, their intuition is, is the real gift. And so um, I try to get them comfortable, you know, talking to me and sharing their intuitive insight as well. Um, and then at the end, it's just all about gratitude for me. I'm, I'm so very thankful to be able to do this work and to meet the people that I've met and, and to work with the people I've worked with. And so, um, gratitude is always a huge part of the session as well. All right, friends, let's talk about energy as an entrepreneur, as a yoga teacher, a mom, all the things, which I know all of you are too. It's so critical that, that we have enough energy and focus throughout the day. And it's taken me a while to get into a groove with this, but something that has helped me so much is a supplement called Focus by Freddie. One of the co-founders of Freddie, Chelsea Glazer, was actually on a past episode of the show talking all about this. So Focus by Freddie, it's, it's a nootropic, which is kind of a fancy way of saying something that helps improve brain function with memory and motivation. And that being said, I'm pretty particular about what I put into my body. So it was extra critical that this nootropic be completely natural and focused by Freddie totally is. 
The all-natural daily morning supplement helps you feel sharp, collected, and energized all day. If you're curious what's in it, there's L-theanine to help with cognitive function and mood, lion's mane, which is an adaptogenic mushroom that assists with learning and memory, ashwagandha to help alleviate stress, bacopa leaf for recall, and just a little bit of green coffee bean for natural energy. I love it so much, everybody. So Focus by Freddie actually completely sold out over the holidays because they're so awesome. <laughs> but good news, they're coming back in stock next week, and I've got a discount for you. Head on over to wearefreddy.com, grab your Focus by Freddie, and use code YOGAMAGIC for 15% off of your purchase. And if you move quickly and you pre-order while they're still restocking, you can stack this discount on with the 20% off in place already. So major discounts, everybody. Again, head over to wearefreddy, that's F-R-E-D-I dot com, and use code YOGAMAGIC for 15% off your order. What's your, what's your sun moon rising, Sarah? Yeah, so I am an Aries sun, uh, I am a Leo moon, and I am a Libra rising. Oh, okay. And I will say I definitely feel the fire in my chart. Um, <laughs> I was just going to say that. <laughs> Um, but oh, yeah. I, I also resonate with the Libra more usually than my sun sign, to be honest. But, um, but yeah, I do feel the, the, a lot of fire in my chart for sure. Hmm. Mm. That's interesting. Cause you are so intuitive and I, I, I shouldn't assume that you're a water sign, but I think so often people that are, are water signs, you know, tend to be, tend to be more intuitive, but like you said, all we all are, we all have the power and, perhaps, you know, that like Libra rising, you said Libra? Yeah. Libra rising Mm -hmm. for you was just like, you found the balance between Mm -hmm. the water and the fire in your chart. I love that. That's so cool. That resonates with me very much. So, um, because as intuitive as I am, I'm also very, um, uh, you know, my nine to five job I was telling you before, um, is, you know, in nonprofit and with organization and logistics and scheduling. And so I'm very much so also like practical and organized, especially in my work. I'm very much so, um, you know, driven and, and passionate and committed to, to work and into organization and structure. And, um, so I think it is definitely about balance for me. That's like, I, I feel my intuitive gifts and I own them and I claim them. And then there's also this other side of me that's very um, practical and organized and structured too. So I get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. What are you manifesting for this year? You've got it. You've got all the gifts. What are you making? <laughs> what are you making happen this year? Hmm. Um, so yeah, my, my word for this year is trust for sure. Ooh, um, yeah. I am manifesting some very serious self-trust, um, trusting my gifts, trusting my decisions. And then the bigger work, the shadow work to be done is also trusting my challenges, my setbacks, um, and just trusting that like, even in those moments, you know, I'm still making the right decisions for myself, even when it feels hard. And you know, the goal of all of this for me is, you know, after I've really solidified that trust in myself and my own shortcomings, that then I can extend that to others. Um, So that's, that's, that's what I'm working on, on a personal level um, this year. Definitely manifesting big things with intuitive empowerment. Um, I'm actually, uh, Gina's mentoring me right now. And so. Oh, fun. uh, I didn't know that. Oh my gosh. That's great. She is. And so I'm manifesting, I want to be able to speak just as confidently about my Oracle sessions as I do about hypnotherapy sessions by the end of this year. You know, I really want to have 
all three of the services that I'm offering. Uh, I also do intuitive coaching. Um, I want all three of those, those services to feel just as like, okay, yes, this is what I do. Um, as I feel about Oracle readings right now. And so I'm working with Gina to build out the, the hypnotherapy side of my, my practice. And I really want to hone in on, um, hypnosis, uh, specifically for like, um, like the do-it-yourself psychic readings or, you know, developing intuitive gifts. Like mm. I really want the same types of questions that people bring to me for a reading. I want people to bring those questions to themselves in a hypnosis session. Um, and so, yeah, I'm manifesting that and getting that service set up for my clients. Um, my partner and I have pretty big things in the work. We're not quite ready to announce them yet, but there's okay. a there's some personal things with us that we're very excited about um, and we're working towards. But sometimes with manifestation, I found that, you know, if you start sharing that too early, then maybe, totally. you know, like if it doesn't feel like the right time, but there's definitely some big changes coming my way this year um, that we're very excited about. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I feel, I just like feel the excitement for you. And, <laughs> and I like, I, I know that you do intuitive coaching and I think that there are people more than ever are so interested in what it looks like for them to use mm. their gifts. And so you working in this and also sharing, you know, live time, what it's like for you to realize your own intuition and what that sounds like and that what it feels like. I find that I resonate with people who are willing to share just where they're at live time. Really like this is, I'm kind of figuring things out now that you're doing this, but it just makes it that much more approachable. And you sharing your journey of intuition and what you've done in one year to develop this. It's crazy town. I love it. We can all do this. Yeah. Especially if they work with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it is so different for everybody. You know, like a lot of people get intuition is like a gut feeling. Like that's probably one of the most, um, one of the most popular things that I hear is like, it's just a gut feeling for me. Um, and for me, it's not quite like that. Like I said, it's lightning quick and it's a knowing, you know, it's just like, I know it and I know it right now and I can't explain it. Um, and, you know, for some people, it's like um, they just need a moment to sit in meditation and then they get the visual of what it is they need to do next. You know, some people, um, you know, that's a voice inside of their head, um, you know, that's constantly talking to them um, and it can get louder and louder if you if you're willing to listen to it. Um, so, yeah, I think you know, I chose a book to kind of coach me through it. And I think that's a great option. And, you know, I would just like to take what I learned and kind of help other people um, figure that out for themselves as well. Yeah. Um, before, I know we're going to do a little reading before we finish this out. Um, if there is one practice that you would leave listeners with to start developing their intuition, what would you leave them with? I would say meditation for sure. Um, yeah, totally. Yeah. To me, hypnosis is just, is meditation for me. Sometimes it can be. And so for me, yeah, hypnosis and meditation really did the trick. Um, but I will say there were some stepping stones before that, you know, um, I, yoga is what originally brought me to this work um, way back, you know, when I first started uh, my spiritual journey, yoga was it for me. So it's definitely been like yoga then meditation, then hypnosis. So there have been stepping stones, but the biggest transformation for me has been meditation, I would say. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, same. I feel you. Yep. Okay, let's do a little reading. I'm so excited. This is 
just, I was thinking we just could do a, a general reading for the community and like where we're at as a collective. This is, this community is growing a ton. And I like to think that everyone's really spiritually conscious. So what is, what's happening? Yeah. You just want to pull one card? Yeah. Or whatever you think. Okay. You can do one. All right. So I'm just going to take a moment to center myself here and take a deep breath. If you'd like to join me, Ashley, and Yoga Magic listeners. And I'll just ask that, that my spirit guides, my angels, and my loved ones that are nearby join together and collaborate with Ashley's spirit team and, and all the spirits uh, out there, the love and light beings out there for our listeners, just all come together to offer us a message for the collective here. What it is that, what it is that will bring more love and light and healing into the listeners' lives today. And just the reminder um, that we are fully protected, fully covered in light, and that um, the real gift is within with our intuition. We are already so very thankful for the message that you have to offer today. All right. All right. So the card that came up. Ooh, all right. This is the transparent card and I'll try to describe it here for listeners. So the, the main image here is of um, like two, uh, people holding hands or maybe just one person clasping their hands together. There's some beautiful flowers in the right corner of the card. And then in the background of this card, um, it's like different types of cells and the outside, the membrane is transparent. So you can see through them and you can see kind of what's going on inside. Oh yeah. What deck is this, Sarah? Um, this is called Begin Oracle. Um, and it's a little shop in, uh, I believe, Indiana called A Little Magic Shop. It's a beautiful deck. The The lady created it, I believe. Oh, I that. love that. Okay, cool. Yeah. So what's coming up for me right now is that, you know, there is a, there's a veil that separates kind of our day-to-day almost autopilot mode from the spiritual realm that is really just that close to us, right? It's just that close. It's right on the other side of that veil. And I think that, um, that what we've been going through collectively with, you know, the, the grief, honestly, that we're all going through, um, it serves a purpose. And I think the purpose that it serves is that that veil is becoming more and more transparent. You know, we're going through this major shift and there's this beautiful um, Aquarius energy that we're in now. And, and I think that that the, the veil is getting thinner and thinner and thinner. And so what I see from this card is that it's OK for us to to sit in our grief and the change and the the hurt and the challenge that we're collectively going through. It is okay to just be in that. Um, You know, I was telling Ashley at the beginning um, of our conversation that I'm just having one of those days, you know, it's just, it's sad and I don't know why, and I'm having some low energy. um, And I was looking forward to this conversation for the, you know, the support and the uplifting community that I know Ashley builds, but it's also okay to be, having a low day. It's okay to be 
not really understanding why you feel a little sad or why things feel different, you know, and I think collectively, um, we're, we could really uh, bring some intention to all of the challenge and the change um, and let this um, let this transform us and let us be at the forefront of this veil becoming more and more thin and more and more transparent. I think if we do the work now and by work, I mean, allowing ourselves to feel so like not numbing it, you know, I catch myself, you know, numbing myself with scrolling on Instagram. Um, and there's various other ways that we all numb ourselves. Um, but if we just work each day to, to not do that a little bit, a little bit less and a little bit less every day, just like be in our feelings, feel the shift, right? We can't bring in new, fresh energy. We can't um, we can't get to the other side without going through it. And so the more that we can do that, I think the more transparent that veil becomes and the more that we start realizing what's on the other side and the more that we can start embracing it and feeling it. Um, and yeah, I think that, you know, as humans, we, we only get to see a little piece of the beauty of the universe, but even just the little bitty pieces that I've been able to see have completely changed my life. And so I think it's worth it. You know, it's worth to, it's worth it to, um, to feel and to be, just be present with any emotion that comes up, be transparent mm -hmm. about it, speak about it. Um, and it, it serves a purpose. I think that's the bigger message. It's like, it, it does serve a purpose and we are getting, closer and closer to understanding why it is collectively we're going through so many changes right now. Hmm. That's beautiful. When, when you pulled it, Sarah, that what I thought of was transparent, almost in like, like you can show one Instagram picture that looks mm -hmm. really great and like perfectly, you know, curated. And then you can show the real one. And like, that's the one that I want in this yeah. little community. So I'm so glad you like literally nailed it on the head. That's so perfect. <laughs> I love that actually. Yes. Instagram is a love hate relationship for me. Like, <laughs> right. Oh, I love it. So, so, so much. But then I also catch myself just putting too much pressure on it, too much weight to it. Um, I'm, I'm constantly trying to find my balance with Instagram and social media in general. But. Agree. Well, thank you, Sarah, for, for doing this and being on the show and, and sharing, you know, your journey and all the things that you've learned, you know, obviously over the course of your life, but that you've learned about yourself, um, through this whole process. And I'm, I'm really glad to know you. <laughs> Oh yeah. I'm so glad that this year brought us together, Ashley. I've, I've really enjoyed following you podcast workshops, classes, Instagram, all the stuff. So all the things. Yeah. same. Yeah. Will you tell listeners where they can find you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so back to my love hate relationship uh, with Instagram. That's probably <laughs> that place. <laughs> that's probably the best place to find me right now. Um, it's at intuitive dot empowerment. Um, I do have a website. It's like I said, building the ship and flying it. Um, it's built out pretty well, but the hypnosis stuff is still um, still in the works. But that is intuitiveempowerment.square.site. I highly recommend Oracle reading, everybody. It's fun to spend time with Sarah. And, <laughs> and I like that you really brought in my intuitive gifts as well into that particular session. And it might be a good way to practice, everybody. I love it. I agree, Ashley. Thanks so much. Thanks for being here, everyone. Thanks, Sarah, for sharing your reading and your gifts. Thanks to Focus by Freddie for being our awesome partner. And remember, if you like this episode, you learned something, share it with a friend. I'll see you on Thursday, everyone.